Hello, Fried fans, and welcome to Season 3 of Fried the Burnout Podcast. I'm your host, Kate Donovan, and my mission with Fried is to hashtag end burnout culture. On this pod, we end burnout culture by sharing stories of people who have been through it all and lived to tell the tale, sharing expert tips from the best of the best in the burnout and stress management fields, and sharing hashtag straight from Kate episodes full of my own expertise plus actionable steps to help you end your own burnout cycle starting today. If you're feeling burnt out right now and need more personalized guidance, I'm here for you. In every episode, you'll find a link to book a free breakthrough burnout call. You can find it easily by heading to bit.ly forward slash call Kate or finding the link in the show notes. This free call helps us decide if one-on-one coaching is perfect for you. If it is, we'll get started. If it isn't, I might suggest one of my immediately available online courses, my book, The Bounce Back Ability Factor, or some sessions with a colleague who's better suited to exactly what you need right now. Also, if you happen to be in New York City, I'd love to see you as a patient. I'm a licensed acupuncturist with over 13 years of international experience, and right now my office is located in Midtown Manhattan. I focus on, you guessed it, burnout. I help your body build up a natural stress resilience to fight off all those pesky symptoms that come alongside burnout. You can find all the deets on that at katedonovanacupuncture.com. Hello, Fried fans. Before I begin, I have an announcement. Fried officially has its own Facebook group. It was created as part of my plan to keep burnout healing accessible and also part of responding to the requests that I've gotten from you to have a community to share within that gets it. We'll use the weekly episodes as discussion points, but you're welcome to ask any question related to burnout that you have and get the support that you need from people who have been there or are there. Yes, you can even come in and tell us that you hate your clients and your family and we will not judge you because like I said, we've either been there or we're there right now. You can join us by looking up Fried the Burnout Podcast discussion group or head to the link in the show notes. I hope to see you in there. It is where so much healing and happiness will happen, and I'm really excited to get that going. So join us, join us, join us. And now for your regularly scheduled programming. All right. Oof. This is going to be a thing today because I have read some really shit advice on recovering from burnout lately. Some of it was on a podcast, some of it was on an Instagram reel, and I'm not here to negate anyone's work. I know how much it takes to create content and put stuff out there all the time, but I am very seriously concerned that we really still aren't getting the message that burnout needs time and space to recover, not just a simple set of stress management to-dos. When I say recover, I mean recover in really big letters. In order to recover, you will not be able to use simple stress management techniques. Your average health coach, unless versed in burnout, will not be able to support you properly. Hell, even a therapist might not have the skills because burnout is so massively, 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 massively misunderstood. So today I am going to spend some time re-emphasizing that burnout prevention and burnout recovery are not equal. They are not the same things. This seems to be the biggest issue in the arena of burnout help. 
If you've never been burnt out and you're giving burnout healing advice, you're probably doing it wrong. I understand that your intentions might be good, but until you've faced the absolute despair and inability to function that true burnout presents as, you simply don't understand that adding a morning or evening routine to your day or setting up a new exercise plan just isn't going to fucking happen. So I did a rant on this recently on Fried the Burnout Podcast's Instagram, and it got quite a bit of attention. And so that's why we're going back to this again today, because I feel like it needs to reach bigger people. And my fried Instagram page is smaller than my audience reach. So I think doing it here will be helpful for more people. And here's where all of the issues start, right? People are assuming that burnout means that you are just stressed and tired. Burnout is not simply being stressed and tired. Burnout is exhaustion. Burnout is despair. Burnout is feeling like this is how life is always going to be and wanting to crash into a tree so that you get a break in the hospital. Burnout can overlap with depression, but burnout is not depression. They are separate things. Burnout has actual physical and physiological ramifications. Parts of your brain have shrunk. Other parts are enlarged. Your breathing goes shallow. Your heart rate gets faster than it should be. You might have some muscle atrophy. Your gut bacteria is wonky. You might have a candida overgrowth or some absorption issues or some food intolerances that you never had before. There's all sorts of stuff happening in your body. What's happening in your particular body body when you're burning out might be different than what was happening in my particular body when I was burning out, but the gut and muscle and brain things seem to be very, very common amongst everyone that I talk to. And I have hundreds of people that have filled out health questionnaires that say the same thing. So this is not me talking to nine clients. This is years and years and years of looking at full health questionnaires that take people 15 minutes to fill out and putting all of that information together. Burnout recovery requires gentleness, kindness, time, and restorative rest. Restorative rest might sound like an unnecessary repetition because isn't rest by nature restorative? I don't think it is anymore because right now when we say we're resting, we are Netflixing, looking at screens, doom scrolling, things that we're doing when we're taking a break that aren't actually helping our bodies enter a state that helps us to really restore and rejuvenate. So I would like to replace the word rest with restoration, rejuvenation, right? We need things that are actually healing our bodies instead of just allowing us to continue to exist at a slower rate, Like Just slowing down is not enough when it comes to burnout. Burnout prevention, on the other hand, much easier than recovery. It falls back on all the basic stress management advice. You should exercise, eat well, get enough sleep, connect with nature, delegate some tasks, ask for help, make sure you take breaks and vacations, time block on your schedule, have a gratitude journal, stay engaged with your community and your friendships, right? All of these things matter and are great ways to keep burnout at bay if you are not already burnt out. But if you are, 
These things are massive chores that do not add an ounce of restoration to your day and are therefore unhelpful. What do you do and where can you start if you are exhausted AF and all the typical advice isn't working? How, in fact, do you rest restoratively? How do you even rest at all? Because the burnt out amongst us, the burnt out ears that are listening, we all know that we're not the best resters and resting isn't easy and usually doesn't feel good. So I'm going to give you three rules for how to rest restoratively. The first one is make it small. Rule number one, make it small. When you're at the beginning of recovery, any sort of restorative rest that is over five minutes is too long. And I mean that. Breath work is an amazing way to bring back some restoration to your body, but trying to do it for anything over a few minutes will put your body back into a stress state because you're making changes that it doesn't recognize. Changes your body doesn't recognize are interpreted as threats. The stress response is engaged, and now you're back in the fight or flight that you were trying to get out of. This happens because the part of your brain that enlarged due to burnout is your amygdala, the center that interprets threat. The amygdala is bigger and hypersensitive and hypervigilant when you're burnt out. In order to start adding rest that is restorative into your day, we need to start small and avoid triggering the amygdala. It's like we have to sneak in small moments of restoration that can start to build in your body slowly over time so that then you can start increasing it and your amygdala already recognizes it and will actually allow your body to rest. Your amygdala will prevent you from resting if you're burnt out. So if you're burnt out and someone has told you to rest, you probably laughed at them or got real annoyed. Rest sucks when you're burnt out. Your head doesn't stop, you feel tense, your emotions go all wonky, and the self-talk, hoo-hoo, it gets nasty. So we avoid it because it sucks. But instead of avoiding it, I want you to start sneaking it in. One to three minutes at a time to start. Literally 60 seconds is enough. My favorite recommendation is to choose a song that you love that always makes you feel connected to yourself. It does not, and I repeat, does not need to be a calming song. Just turn on a song you love, and while it's on, breathe. That's your work for the day. You are now done. Come back tomorrow. Rule number two. Release the need to have gratitude and create space for anger and resentment. Yes, I basically just told you to get angry and resentful. Not that you need me to help you conjure up those emotions, because if you're burnt out, they're just sitting there under the surface like lava bubbling in a volcano, ready to blow at all times. A major issue in burnout recovery is the need to focus on positive emotions. If I see one more recommendation for someone to gratitude journal when they're feeling burnt out, my own volcano might just blow. Our current inability as a culture to see the value in difficult emotions is something that really inhibits our ability to recover. Resentment is this amazing, incredible, useful emotion. It will tell you all the places in your life where a boundary has been crossed. Now, you might have crossed your own boundary 
or someone else might have crossed a boundary from the outside. Those are internal boundaries and external boundaries. But either way, we need to build new fences that are safer, kinder, and frankly, not invisible. Those invisible unspoken type boundaries never really work. An invisible fence with a special collar might keep your dog in the yard, but it is not keeping your boundaries in check. I have yet to meet a burnt out person who has really great boundaries. One of the reasons we're here is because our boundaries probably suck. Often, our boundaries suck in the name of generosity, kindness, consideration, and compassion. The intentions were in the right place, but the execution doesn't go so well. So if we can start creating space to actually see and feel resentment, anger, and irritation, and transforming it, we can start rebuilding the fences that we need around our energy to keep us safe, which actually helps us allow rest to be restorative. When our boundaries are strong and we feel safer, our amygdala starts to back down, that threat center in our brain starts to back down because it doesn't need to keep us safe when we've decided that we can do it. The more resentment we transform into boundaries, the easier restorative rest becomes. Got it? Rule number three. This one is going to seem real counterintuitive, especially since I just gave you two really important rules. But rule number three is your rules are more important than mine. No matter how good I am at my job, you've been in your body for 25, 35, 45, or more years. You know your body better than I do, better than anyone that you engage to help you. If there's a suggestion somewhere that isn't working for you, toss it or adjust it so that it fits you. If you find yourself annoyed at advice online like I am, ignore it. Don't use it. Just because someone says it on Instagram doesn't make it true for you. And if you find yourself in a place where you feel like nothing is working, that's when it's time to reach out for help. There might be some ideas and ways of dealing that you haven't come across yet, but it's likely that in nearly 20 years of alternative health practicing, I have. My coaching clients often tell me that they've done years of self-help, years of therapy, years of quote-unquote working on themselves, but have never experienced anything like our work together. So if you're just done with trying to figure all the things out and figuring it all out on your own, and you need this burnout cycle to end ASAP because life just shouldn't be like this. It's time to get on a call. I'm ready for you and I want you to feel ready to heal and to know that it's possible. The link to book a call will be in the show notes or you can head to bit.ly forward slash call Kate. Fried fans, I will talk to you soon either on the phone or in our new Facebook group. Until next time. Ha 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 